0: The button. Melissa, what is the most inconvenient place you've had the power go out? <laughs> like, 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 were you in the middle of something, like making dinner, oh, or just oh, the most inconvenient place in time? Tra- t- 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 sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have, have I you like, been in like in the awkward place where, like, no. you're at a restaurant and the power g- g- goes out or something?
1: Like um, that. I've had like a I saw Captain Marvel during a particularly bad storm and right as she kicks it into the final climactic battle, there was like a a lightning strike and a power blip wow, and they had to so like strong. rewind the last couple minutes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Strongest hero in the Marvel universe. This proves it. Ah, I think Jack was once in a total wine and more during a power outage. That sounds particularly eerie i haven't had the pleasure okay. huh
0: huh yeah because I, I i mentioned to you a couple of days ago when we did the uh the review show i got a new haircut but yes. i had the like awkward experience of getting to the barbershop sitting down and about two minutes after i sat down the power went out thankfully I like that had not actually started the haircut. He was on like on a smoke <laughs> or something. But that'd be so bad, right? You're like halfway in and it's just like, well, everything stopped working.
1: That is the new origin story for Two-Face in the next Matt Reeves Batman movie.
0: <laughs> Double do. <laughs> <two.
1: laughs> We have this massive disaster happening in Gotham at the end of the first movie. Surely out there is a guy midway through the haircut when the power goes out and the clippers don't work anymore. And that's his one bad day that he needs to go over the edge into becoming a supervillain.
0: That's how it happens, folks. That's how it (laughs) happens. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to number two hundred and fifty five of the Whatnots Captain's Log My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? That's true.
1: I'm all right. I'm tired. I was worried. Am I too tired to pop? I'm not too tired to podcast, but I'm concerned. Am I too tired to podcast? Well, well, I just sort of sit here and blink at you while you talk about Ahsoka or whatever.
0: I mean, you probably would do that even if you were full of energy, (laughs) And spoiler alert, I will talk a little bit about Ahsoka. Not too much. I meant to talk Mm -hmm. about it last week, but did not get around to it. Um, But no, I've I've definitely had those days where I'm just like, I'm kind of exhausted. I have to be here on on a Mm -hmm. podcast or do something and and just, I'm a zombie. just
1: yeah like i can walk around and move i had like time and physical energy i thought about running an errand after work today and i'm like you don't have the mental capacity to make a choice you're You're that that gif of mr burns when he has to go to the grocery store for himself and he's staring at two bottles labeled ketchup (laughs) and catsup and he's like i don't understand that'd be me
0: yeah absolutely understandable um yeah, I'm I I'm kind of exhausted as well. I had a busy day today, but I'm preparing for uh, a trip. I'm right? flying early tomorrow morning um, to go back to Richmond, Virginia. Uh, my job has uh, like an all staff retreat thing happening on Friday. Um, so it was- staying it- with my old roommates once again, getting to hang out with them Um and then, yeah, I have this work thing on fr- 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 Friday, which will be very boring, I'm sure. But uh,
1: what is it <laughs> a, it. is it a retreat of any kind or are you truly just back in the normal campus buildings you always were into? Do they oh, put you so, in any new place?
0: We, so, uh, yes, not in a campus related building. We mm-hmm. will be. I'll I'll be very close to campus. I feel like you could kind of consider the area maybe still campus related. Um, Mm. I I think I think we're having it at one of the like meeting room places in our science museum. Cool. Um, Which I've I didn't know there was like conference rooms there that were like big, 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 big enough to hold like 300 people in that. Um, Man. and then like smaller rooms because we have like little small sessions that we can go to and do all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I did just you know it's been like making sure I get laundry done, making sure I get all the things done for work that I need mm-hmm. to do since I'll be traveling tomorrow. One of these uh these breakout sessions required me to do one of those like Clifton uh like I'm not sure. Let me see what it's actually called um it's basically another one of those like personality tests of like what kind All of those worker are you kind of thing yeah um let's see i have this in my pictures here because i took a screenshot so i can easily get to it uh it's your clifton strengths um what? And- <laughs> Not sure if Clifton must be the name of the company or something, or the guy that created this t- test. Yeah, your Clifton strengths, that's, and it's ridiculous. That's-
1: that's a character. I don't know if that's Marvel or DC or like some old pulp <laughs> hero who fought the Shadow, but there's right. a guy named ah, Clifton Strengths. Clifton Strengths back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Clifton Strengths,
0: the strong man.
1: <laughs> Once right. again, he's foiled our operation. <laughs> by day, they know me as millionaire Clifton Strengths, but by night, they cannot tell that I am Strength Man. <laughs>
0: but uh apparently like i so rachel my girlfriend mm. had to take the longer version of this for work like last week i only took the What's short the mini version. version can uh, i take it, it right now i don't think so i think you have to like pay to do it or like have in like an organization sign up to, to do it i don't know but uh the my got it. I got it. All my, my
1: strengths are
0: my Clifton strengths. Are this I am strategic. Uh, and it sure. says, uh, people exceptionally talented in the strategic theme create alternative ways to proceed. Faced with any g- g- given scenario, they can quickly spot the r- r- relevant patterns and issues. Uh, adaptability is my number two. Mm. Uh, we prefer to go with the flow. They tend to be now people uh, who take things as they come and discover the f- f- future one day at a time. Speaking of the f- of the f- future, this one is like, well, duck. i <laughs> I'm futuristic. I'm <laughs> <a> cyberpunk. <laughs> uh, we are inspired by the future and what could be. They energize uh, others with their visions of the future. Uh, I'm a <laughs> a relater, uh, which means uh-huh. I enjoy close relationships with uh, 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 others, uh, and I find deep satisfaction in working hard with f- with friends to achieve a goal.
1: Uh, and That's then, us. Our right, goal yeah. being. Let's talk about a soda. Exactly. (laughs) Or Ahsoka. Ahsoka,
0: uh, Yeah, exactly. Um, And my last one is Achiever, uh, which is Mm -hmm. um, they work hard and possess a great deal of stamina. Uh, They take immense (laughs) satisfaction in being busy and productive.
1: Stamina has become too sexual of a word. I don't trust (laughs) it it in any other
0: context. (laughs)
1: I'm caffeinated I think is
0: what it means. Like I'm <laughs> awake at my you're an desk employee.
1: <laughs> You're an employee who can truly do the do. I
0: mean that that sounds like a a dystopian name for an employee. You're an achiever, right? We we don't hire this is employees. Class. We hire achievers, yeah, right? Right.
1: The, you're another one of the classes in the giver, besides giver? I don't remember uh, that book. It's, uh, yeah, it's been so long. I, since I read that book. I still have it, but do, does taking this quiz make you feel anything? Do you feel,
0: Melissa? I feel empty inside.
1: <laughs> no, like so, was I mean at the end of it, where you like, "That was annoying," or are you like, "You know what? I I do annoying. feel some sense of insight. That was kind of worth it." Um.
0: D- d- I, I, I don't necessarily feel like I gained any insight, though. I feel like this is one of the more accurate, um, mm-hmm. d- like personality. What kind of worker employee achiever are you? <laughs> um, cause I've, I, I've done some that like, like what color are you and your color represents Purple. like, yeah. And it's just like, what? I don't understand this. Why am I blue? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> right, um, dabba D, dabba right? me, <laughs> dabba D, dabba me. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, the the test makes no sense because it gives you an option of two two things. Like, I'm someone who enjoys life. Mm. Today, I woke up and chose violence. Right, and you have to like <laughs> pick the one. You have to pick the one that likes some, like sub <laughs> like what one describes you the most, um, but it's it's on a scale of like, well not, not 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 a scale per se, but it is neutral in the mm-hmm. middle, mm-hmm. right? And then there's the two options on the extreme, and so you just have to pick like, do I do I, I feel like I kind of align more with that one? I feel like I kind okay. of. Like, I don't really care about either of these things right um and i found myself like often going with neutral because it's like yeah i don't care about them or i do both of these equally like i but neutral doesn't really describe that i don't know like so the whole thing was just like i don't know what's happening but it okay. seemed to work so I don't know.
1: If you find one you like, tell me. I I got a promotion at work this week. Oh, con- congratulations! This is, this is the first time a promotion has been available. They invented some to to give them to us. It's not just me. Uh, my coordinator job I was in above that was just like straight up whole team leader, which isn't <laughs> like a role so much as it's just Carolyn. And it's like, well, you can't get promoted because, like, where's Carolyn going? So I'm like, I, I guess I just do this forever. So now they invented above coordinator. You can be senior coordinator and then lead coordinator. So they skip me up to be lead coordinator. There's two of us leads. Now we're cool. going to divide the team in half. And each lead watches over two seniors and like three regular coordinators and, and then an then assistant.
0: Fight, and whoever <laughs> wins gets the senior lead Coordinate (laughs) with (laughs) honors, yeah.
1: (laughs) So I've got like a little team now, and I'm like, What? Like, they still report to our same regular managers. I'm less of a manager and more of like the designated mom friend who has to check in on everybody and make sure everything's running smoothly. But still, I've never had a team before. I'm like, They're all the same people, but I'm like, now that we are a team. What, what do I do with you? What do I do for you? I'm like, are these quizzes one of these things I'm going to have to start doing?
0: You, you you might, yeah, have to just be be like, I need to understand how you guys operate a little bit, 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 bit better so I can play to your strengths and stuff. But I I, I didn't get very many options that were hilarious because you also have 20 seconds to <laughs> answer each thing you have to Please. do them rapidly
1: funniest personality quiz for professional work reasons but, but
0: rachel having taken the like longer version um got some like ridiculous questions and it, it was the like like today i chose violence versus like i like taking naps and it's like wh- what 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 are these <laughs> to doing anything? You, you
1: can do both those exactly. are not mutually exclusive
0: exactly exactly so um yeah <laughs> it's an, it was an interesting interesting day for sure but
1: we do get to name our teams at work they said oh. why don't you name your teams because i'm melissa and the other team leader is marissa so like we can't just call you by your leader names we're always going to get those flopped up team l and like, you team should R. A... <laughs> right <laughs> like you guys should have like the same theme so so i suggested like cryptids i thought cryptids it'd be funny if we were one. like right team bigfoot team mothman cryptids and like mythical creatures you know
0: marvel and daisy
1: right how it's got to be scalable because they want in the future for teams to stay approximately the same size so if we grow We're going to have to just make more teams, not two teams that are bigger. So like, what is there a bunch of monsters? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, it's an it's appropriate for October when you came up with the idea. I know that would last like all (laughs) year round, but still, you're just like, hey, monsters,
1: cryptids. Why not? Creatures, you know, bring your influence to it. You like a Harry Potter? You like a Dungeons and Dragons? uh th- th- think of your favorite fantasy creature maybe that can be the team name i don't know Indeed. we settle on Indeed. this next week
0: good stuff good stuff um well, yeah let's uh i so i didn't get to talk about ahsoka last talk week. on her so i do want to talk about like what i've been watching uh stuff like that um won't say too too much but i Overall, ended up enjoying Ahsoka quite a bit. Good. It wasn't perfect. Uh, but it was it, it had some really neat bookends where the first appearance of Ahsoka in live action uh is like the person she's fighting in that is also kind of one of the end fights in this show so it has that like thing we've been talking about on the review show often uh just like this is good bookends like to Mm -hmm. you know it, it started and stopped so many homages to things from the clone wars and rebels like shot for shot like remakes but uh like recontextualized or has a Good. different meaning be- behind it um so i liked it a lot but even in uh how many episodes were there there was nine i think eight nine something like that still feels kind of like it was cut short a little bit mm. um we haven't gotten confirmation of season two yet but i assume there will be based on how this ended um just some some weird things happen in uh in in that that's just like so you're just gonna end it there like no that like there's still so much more to this story um so i'm pretty certain we'll get a season two um good but uh yeah we'll we'll have to see because i know dave filoni um who (laughs) created the show and wrote most of it and directed a lot of it um Also is working on a movie, which is kind of a culmination of all the Star Wars live action shows.
1: Um, I love a culmination. That's one of my favorite kinds of movies. Yeah,
0: indeed. Indeed. So I I liked it a lot. But yeah, it wasn't perfect. Um, Ahsoka herself. uh, I, I think Rosario Dawson looks the part. I wish she was a little more sarcastic and snippy uh with some of her responses in the cartoon like that is her nickname her nickname is Mm. snips because she's kind of snarky and she will like (laughs) joke with uh, (laughs) uh, someone and in this she was very stoic a lot and it was just like eh, like i can see she's older but i i want that that like spunkiness right you know Mm -hmm. so um yeah some some good casting some good cameos i just all, all around i think good stuff but i i can see why it, it's like it wasn't the best thing that they've done but it was still solid so mm-hmm. those are nice to hear on ahsoka yeah i thank, I thought it thank was you perfect. for sharing good indeed yeah and i will I, I guess the last thing i will say is that yeah if you haven't seen the Clone Wars, or especially if you haven't seen r- 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 Rebels, then, yeah, you're going to be completely lost I, in all of it.
1: I We watched season one of Rebels for the review show once five years ago, and I, I could point to the Rebels characters on yeah. site, but I don't remember their names. I think Chopper is the little angry yeah. robot guy. Yeah, you get to Iggy's see in Ch- the Chopper in
0: live action. Right? That's nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Love a robot.
0: Yeah, it, it was uh, Kanan and Hera and Ezra and Chopper and Zeb and Sabine. Um, the, so yeah, I, my
1: brain registered all those names. I remember there them. There
0: you go. Yay, <laughs> Star Wars.
1: <laughs> Yay, Star War.
0: Star Wars indeed. Um, something else that I've been reading. Uh, I read through the manga Pluto. Um, okay which i have read once before it's an incredible book highly highly recommend it uh there's an anime adaption coming out on netflix in like a week i think on like the 23rd um and i'm super stoked for for, for that it's by one of my favorite manga creators naoki urasawa and pluto is I, I've always described it a certain way and kind of rereading this realized I always described it wrong. Uh, Pluto is a reimagining of a specific e- episode of the Astro Boy television show uh, called cool. The Greatest Robot on Earth. Um, and it is, yeah, like spo- like they just put a lot more work into it. It's eight volumes, but it is a cyberpunk murder mystery uh set in the world of astro boy um wow and it's freaking great it's so good Um uh, cyberpunk so murder
1: mystery that's your jam
0: absolutely which is why i kind of checked it out um i i had seen an anime by that same cr- creator or based on one of his works and was like what else does he do And my comic book shop had some of his stuff. So I was like, I'm going to check out this book. And I bought the first volume and immediately the guy who owns the the shop was like, that is one of the best books I have ever read, period. And I was like, that's high praise. And I came Mm -hmm. back that next day. I was like, y'all have the rest of those volumes. I'm going to need all of those. (laughs) So I am stoked about about that i was like i need to reread this before the the a- anime comes out um because it's good and I, I i was like i don't nice. like i i remember it had to do with astro boy but i don't remember it so um i'm all hot up now good um, yeah and then invincible ben. season two oh
1: him yeah is
0: coming out in november and i am so stoked
1: um, is invincible a guy is that like yes. little kid it, okay his name is invincible i realized That's his i wasn't he, sure name.
0: okay yeah. J-j- just like strength man, man his name is invincible
1: <laughs> by day he is jonathan invincible and nobody right. knows his secret identity
0: <laughs> um invincible uh written by robert kirkman the guy that made the walking dead uh it, yeah has smash hit a, a cartoon on a, amazon uh hyper violent comic um it, 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 melissa you would lo- love it, it, it okay yeah, i i it, watch the show read the book whatever you need to do you would love it um but i've i've read like half of the comic there's around like 24 volumes total um and i've read about half of it in the past but it that's been some years and then i kind of fell off because only the first 10 volumes on are on comixology unlimited um and i was like you know what i've had invincible on my to read list for some time i wonder if i can read the entire series before season two comes out so i did the math and if i read a volume every weekday i will finish the last volume on the day season two comes out um cool so like if i happen to have some time on the weekends right? that's that
1: strategy That's that strategy that the quiz says you have. You're doing it in real life.
0: There. There you go. Achiever. Here I am. Right. Strategizing. Now, if you,
1: if you go to this retreat and they ask you, how do you see your life reflecting your Clifton strengths? Do you have an anecdote you can tell them? <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I've started rereading that. I'm almost to the point uh, that I stopped last time. Um and since I recently got my library card, I now have the like Hoopla app on my phone and the Levy app, and they have all of that that, that stuff. So I can now read the whole mm. whole thing. And just get it. Oh, wow! Each each day. So um, yeah, I'm challenging myself with that, and I, I'm hopefully sticking with that. So yeah, there you go. That's all the stuff that I've been reading and
1: watching I, also- that I want to
0: talk about right now so
1: other stuff is secret private i mean it's not <laughs> secret
0: i did mention the leftovers <laughs> or, or no not not the leftovers um m- 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 manifest right i think oh, i yes. mentioned that
1: last you've been weekend, checking through the manifest yeah. you're up in that plane yeah i i also read this week i read when you didn't Ooh. make me i read on my own
0: nice congratulations getting the pro- Pr- promotion reading. Wow,
1: <laughs> I have found that I I read the comics we do for the review show, which is I don't know, maybe altogether an average of like a couple volumes a month. uh hmm. But I've found that because that can happen, there's stuff that I know ahead of time, and other stuff. You're like, it's comics week. You're reading comics. Like all of a sudden, assigned reading could just happen to me. So I don't. Sure, yeah. Really make a lot of time for my own recreational reading with the concern of, well, I might start something and then I just have to like put it down for a week. And Mm -hmm. then what am I going to remember when I pick it back up? It's the silly reason that I don't read much anymore. But I went to a rummage sale last week and I bought the thing that you're required by law to buy at every rummage sale, which is a 50 cent worn out Stephen King paperback.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Every everyone must leave with one, <laughs> and I left with um. Oh, what's his name? It's it's skeleton crew. Is that it? Let me. I have to pick I, it up.
0: I'm not knowledgeable enough of Stephen King's uh like not filmography, but I guess bookography. Is that is that what you say? What's <laughs> the, what's the library? Thing? Yeah, his catalog of, of 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 work, his portfolio. Yes,
1: <laughs> it is Skeleton Crew by <laughs> number one author of it, Stephen King. <laughs> I I, I, that almost looks like an, a,
0: a G Skeleton Gru,
1: which <sighs> that's also, even scarier. <laughs> right, that's a scarier <laughs> title, <laughs> Skeleton Gru. Normally, you don't talk about exclusively a skeleton. You're never like, hey, how's, how's your baby? How's the pregnancy going? And they're like, skeleton's fine. I, I guess the kid's got, like, muscles and stuff. <laughs> really, I'm just focused <laughs> on completing the skeleton. Despicable Me 17.
0: Skeleton grew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, he's
1: dead! Oh, no. <laughs> I, I think it's very funny that if you did not know that it... Was the name of a major Stephen King work? Just (laughs) just this text, author of it, Stephen King. And you're like, yes, uh, author of this book. That (laughs) must be the one
0: book, the author
1: (laughs) of it. (laughs) So I bought Skeleton Crew because I occasionally listen to a. It's a short story collection. There's a bunch of little guys in here. And by little guys, I mean like the novella for The Mist. That Mm -hmm. one's like 150 pages down to other ones that are like 17 or something. Um, I bought this because I've been occasionally listening to a podcast called The King Cast. It was put out by Fangoria Magazine. It is about the works of Stephen King. I like it a lot, but I don't have quite enough familiarity and context for Stephen King that I can listen to the podcast often. I look at it every week and I'm like, oh, dang, I don't know that one. I guess I, I have to skip this week. I, I got to learn something about it first before I come back to this. And there's one short story that does keep coming up whenever they talk about Stephen King. And it's a short story called The Jaunt. And it was in this Jaunt. collection. Okay. Uh, and it was mine for 50 whole cents. You should look up The Jaunt uh it's like twenty seven pages. It's a pretty quick read cool i uh, I'm wondering if maybe you can just find it somewhere. I don't I mean, know the I, availability li- of I I one ju- short I just story my
0: library card, and I'm sure I could get the like audio book or something. um
1: I hope too. you can uh the jaunt is a story about this future where teleportation exists. The, and it's called the jaunt. Are
0: employees are, are now achievers instead of employees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can take the jaunt to get anywhere, anywhere in the world and and even to space. We've colonized several planets and this family is oh. going to go to Mars. And with the dad's profession, you know, he's jaunted to Mars a couple times, but it's the first time for the wife and kids. So while they're all waiting in this like terminal lounge, he tells his family kind of to sort of calm their nerves about this how the jaunt was invented mm-hmm. and all the the trials it went through trying to convince them don't be nervous about the jaunt yes it had problems at first but look look how they solved the problems with this teleportation technology there's interesting I don't want to I don't want to tell you how it ends. I knew how it ended before I read this because I heard them mention it on the podcast. And it is the ending that got me to read this thing. But I'd like you to go in surprised if you can. Okay. Interesting. Interesting.
0: I feel like that's a good recommendation because I'm already trying to come up with like, all right, what is the ending? What do I think it is? What do I... uh, Yeah. Does like... A clone of himself get off, and they're just like uh, Spider Man meme, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's
1: I'm not getting... that. It's you're gonna. You think that is from Stephen King, author of it? You think he doesn't have something more horrifying than he yes, at a clone?
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be an awkward situation. Sometimes that's all a short story needs to be right so there i was at the barbershop i sat down in the chair two minutes after bam blackness lights go out short story done by the skeleton crew at your local Barnes and noble
1: (laughs) in 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 his twilight years stephen king decides to leave horror behind and he writes only about awkward situations (laughs) Awkward situations can be horrifying, man. I've agreed to take this winter caretaker position at this hotel. I think the hotel's haunted. I kind of want to kill my family. And then the next line just says, in brackets, curb your enthusiasm music. (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
0: man. (laughs) Good stuff. What are good stuff?
1: Have you ever had any truly great finds at a rummage sale, flea market, or garage sale? Ooh. um,
0: I don't know if I've had truly great ones. I've had a, a, a purchase that's always stuck with me that I did not expect is that I found a a the vo- volume number 1 of the Speed Racer comics uh hey! at a dollar store and it like perfect brand new like great condition <speaking> <Spanish> wasn't really interested in speed br- racer like that but it was just like I didn't know they had a <laughs> comics at the dollar <laughs> store, so I I, I just bought this volume of Speed Racer. Hold on.
1: Hold on. You, you saying I wasn't really interested in Speed Racer like that? It's like Speed Racer asked you to the prom. You're like Speed Racer. I thought we were just friends. I mean, I know I have good stamina and all, but like I, I just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: racer this is too fast my dude <laughs> um i mean like i i'm not i'm not a speed racer fan like i'm I, sure i've i i haven't watched all the old cartoon i've seen the live action movie i it happened a not classic
1: like, man
0: fucking speed racer that's that's my favorite right mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not me
1: right right as much as i do love the wachowski's live action speed racer i never think i gotta experience another piece of speed racer media yeah and i was just kind of caught off guard that the
0: dollar store had comics and, and manga What's it's stronger it it is it is in the standard comic book format, and it was oh, okay. published by IDW. Um, so I don't know if yeah, if that is just like an English tr- translation of the thing. I didn't really really do that much re- research, uh, but then yeah, I just kind of picked it up on a whim, and then for like the next month, I just like kept going back to that dollar store to see if they got more comics and like what stuff they had and i never bought anything from them like again it was just it was just that one thing and i was just like huh man i wish they had more comics at the dollar store
1: that would be nice yeah
0: oh well but
1: Mm -hmm. at this rummage sale i I had a pretty good find this is the special edition two disc dvd set of the movie dogma now i've saw most of dogma once on tv when i was 13 and i don't really remember it i have no personal attachment to the movie dogma but i bought this dvd because i know it is out of print <laughs> I thought that, oh, like, that okay. is an uncommon item and it's in a dollar bin and i look at the guy yeah. and he's like yeah it's a dollar like i've tried to sell it for more i've never managed to make the sale i'll give it to you for the dollar and i just went looking it up on ebay i thought it was rarer than it is it's out of print but maybe they did initially print a lot because ebay says i could get one for ten dollars yeah. <laughs> but still uncommon sure a shiny yeah. dogma deal. appears right good Absolutely. deal I also bought $20 worth of Beanie Babies. Amazing. To share. To share. (laughs) You remember when I bought $20 worth of Beanie Babies last year? (laughs)
0: It's now an annual tradition.
1: My niece came over and she got really into like playing little games and little hide and seeks with them. And she was really trying to convince me to like let her have a Beanie Baby when she left. And I let her have like a bear and I could tell Mm -hmm. she was disappointed that she didn't get to have one of the colorful ones. It's just a regular brown bear. (laughs) So I thought I'm going to find some antique mall or something and get her her own beanie collection. And that's what I did. I've got some unique beanies in here. One I am keeping for myself because it is an officially licensed donkey. Shrek. Donkey. Damn. Yes, not a donkey, the donkey. Eddie Murphy's donkey, there he is. Capital D donkey. Capital D. Um, There's a bride bear, no like groom bear or anything. I, I like the one. idea of just, just, just a solo bride. You decide who she's marrying or what she's doing. This is yeah. great for make-believe. For a young child. This is an eel. Look Ooh. at this! I did not know that there was a beanie eel i and they come with like high quality tag protectors. I'm not gonna fiddle with the tag protectors, otherwise I would read you what all of their names are.
0: <laughs> probably look it up.
1: We got you know a bunch of different bears. We got a quality moose. I've got this beaver with log. oh wow, pretty I, nice. I think that
0: was one of the ones that was out when i was a kid and still my
1: it says the 10 year anniversary of beanie babies you've got some anniversary ones you've got some beanie 2000 some millennium beanies this guy's name is lumberjack his birthday march 22nd 2003 Hmm. this is why you do not remember lumberjack the Beaver. uh just wanted to show those off. I think it's cool that cool. we all remember the concept of Beanie Babies so well. And like there's specific like big classic ones like Patty, the purple platypus that we all know. Mm-hmm. But then when you dig into Beanie Babies, like you always find ones that you didn't know they had. Like not just that's a different bear, but like eel. You guys got down to eel. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I love to find these.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, with that, I say we take a quick break for some housekeeping. Uh, then when we get back, uh, got some interesting Marvel news to d- discuss here. So we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows and a lot of hard work goes into making them. So we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, Patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. Once again, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters uh, Thank a you lot. over on the Pilots Club this month for October. We got to talk about the amazing screw on head. This mm-hmm. kind of weird oddity of adult animation uh, that is both comedic and like kind of like spooky ish because it's the artwork is all based on Mike Minella's stuff. So it looks like hell boy. Um, yeah interesting find i'm glad we got to talk about that that one melissa was the one that uh pitched pitched that one so Mm
1: -hmm. good stuff
0: with that and then speaking of spooky stuff over on the review show since it's october it is our horror month uh and this past week we got to talk about the vampire movie a girl walks home alone at night uh and that was an interesting one that that one yeah uh, one of the like standout (coughs) scenes of all time of things Mm -hmm. that we've covered on the review show just gorgeous looking um not so spooky more so about vibes and tension right Um, yes but in in an interesting mix of like this vampire Mayovi being a vampire mayovi, also it being like influenced by Western Mayovis mm-hmm. and uh like teen romance stuff and just like what it's an interesting mix. And a vampire rides a skateboard. So mm-hmm. what's not to love, right? uh over on this show the captain's log l- last week we got to talk about some halloween costume ideas based on past episodes of the <laughs> podcast can't believe i didn't say power rangers after i like bought the shirt and the
1: right the you didn't helmet, do power rangers you can
0: see right back there i could always do that I'm one. S-
1: i'm still uh, my review show costume i it's one we didn't even bring up in that episode it'll be a surprise.
0: There you go. Um and uh, so yeah, we had some fun with that one. Uh nothing new just yet on the reactor, core, but of course Loki season two is starting and we will be talking about that. Has Sounds started. like it'll be yes, has <laughs> I, I guess I meant more like our coverage of that will start.
1: I- i feel
0: soon but the the start
1: of it was so strong i'm like it is not still in the middle of starting it's off to the races
0: (laughs) uh but we are gonna be grouping up and talking about that every two episodes Mm -hmm. um so we will be talking about that this next week and then uh i i i i most i don't know if you've checked it out yet or if you've started to watch the continental i got to do that um might do that down down the road here, um, but yeah, keep an eye out for all of that stuff. Uh, the last little bit of housekeeping that I want to mention is an important one here. So, uh, at the end of October slash early November, we will be switching podcast hosting providers. So, if there's any kind of weird shenanigans going on with the RSS feed, if you noticed it didn't update properly or on time... Uh you might have to like unsubscribe and resubscribe. Uh so just keep an eye out for that stuff if that happens in the next couple weeks here. Um so I just just I need to put that on everyone's radar.
1: Good so. to know.
0: There you go. That's it for housekeeping. Well, so we got two things to talk about. Uh two? M- interesting Marvel news that dropped today. Uh, and then I just something's been happening with one of the camera guys on F one, and he he's 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 on something. What are you going to talk about first?
1: Hmm. No, oh, I I I have a movie in my cinema corner. I want to save that for the very end because oh, it's yes. less. We'll we'll get to that. It th- this is stuff I want to tell you about. I don't think the audience will care. We'll put it at the end. Audience can stay if they want. Uh, us, your Melissa. choice between your two topics.
0: Ooh man. Uh. Well, let's let's go with the F one thing first, which will then take us into. The Marvel stuff, which gets us back. It to will. M- 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 do you m- think m- you have b- a segue
1: <laughs> between the two.
0: <laughs> we'll race right into Marvel. And then that Zoom. brings us to movies and stuff like that. So that. We need yeah, I don't know. So I've been watching the latest season of Formula One. Started to get into mm. it uh, last year, about a month ago, as I started to watch Drive to Survive and listen to a podcast about F1. All that good, good stuff but over the past couple weeks there has been some things that happened in two of the races that i'm just kind of not confused about but just like (laughs) what happened what is going on here
1: so (laughs) camera leaves the race follows a bird (laughs) you're you're not necessarily wrong no so
0: What hap- The first thing that happened is the camera guy did this thing that r- r- is just so reminiscent of something you would see a camera guy do on a sitcom like The Office or Modern Family or something mm. like that, uh, where they are it, it like it feels like the cameraman is in the thick of things here. Some guy does uh, something and then they turn the camera <laughs> to look at someone's reaction and they just have like the, the just like this face of like sadness or longing or just like like J- J- Jim looks in the camera and is just like right like it, yeah. it felt like a moment like that um and I'll I'll, I'll give some more detail- details in a sec but the second thing um was that it, uh, the driver pulled in for a pit stop and did he'd like rotated the camera and did like a full 360 not not in the sense that he's like spinning around and like a 3D camera in that sense, but like tilts the camera to one side and just keeps going and does a full like rotation of it. What? <laughs> yes, I I, I and it's not that it, it was not a that's... slow one. It, it was a fast one. Like, oh, whew. my God. Oh, yeah. you don't do that fast. What is this? Uh, yeah, exactly. Just like what did I just watch? What happened? So for a little bit more context, uh bo- both the what, what car has
1: four wheels.
0: You red and blue it, make the- purple. <laughs> um so to give a little bit more context, red bull uh the the, the, the <laughs> red bull f- formula one team, yes uh they just won both the constructors championship and uh their main d- driver just won the d- driver's ch- championship the season is not over but they are so like far ahead in the points that mathematically no one can catch up so it was just like well con- con- congratulations you won you're the best team and you also had the best driver um and their 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 second driver uh he is number 2 in the points but over the past month or so his performance has been not so great and he's been making some mistakes and stuff like that and a couple weeks ago in this one particular race, uh he got a couple penalties for track limits, which means that he like went off of the race
1: Mm -hmm. track.
0: Uh and they get like a warning the first like two times you do do, 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 do it. But on that third you get a five second (sighs) I don't um, and then it resets. So you get like another warning and then a five second (sighs) penalty. So in this race he had already gotten a penalty um then got a second one but like right before they said he got a second one was also in this incident that caused him to retire the car he was basically in a small crash where then it's like all right well we can't continue the race here um Hmm. so they brought his car back into the garage and then that's when they learned oh you have another five second penalty that you need to serve so normally if he was continuing the race next time he took a pit stop he would just have to wait for five Uh seconds before they could touch the car and then he could go on on out but since they already retired the car the options were well you can serve that penalty next race If you want, like at the start or you can fix your car and send him back out to do a couple more laps so that he can come in for a pit stop, serve the penalty and uh, like do one more lap and then retire the car again, Mm
1: -hmm. which is what
0: they they did. They did that second option, which is not something
1: you see. Do cars get retired a lot?
0: yes um there are accidents that happen there are crashes um and they can be pretty intense there have been people that have Mm -hmm. died and 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 passed away or get hurt um
1: (laughs) died and passed away oh no yep
0: yep yep both all in one their skeleton grew Um, (laughs) but yeah like it they can be pretty in, in, in in intense um and so yeah, that's what they, they did is they fixed the car, they sent him back, 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 back out. He served this penalty and then retired a second time. That's not something you see very often. Like this was a weird, like okay. wait, they're sending him back out? What is happening? Um But meanwhile the race is continuing, the Races depends on the track, but like can be around like, you know, 50 something laps to 60 something laps. Um, and he retired the car the first time on like lap 15. So this was early okay. on in in the race. Uh And so he's sitting in this car, not necessarily stuck, but it's it involved process to get in and out of the car so he's just sitting in this car while it is up on the jacks and they're like fixing things and all of that, 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 that stuff meanwhile the race is continuing uh and max verstappen who is the driver that won the championship he's a big in, guy right yeah he um he comes in for a pit stop and this is when the weird thing happens with the camera that looked like it was a sh- like, it's like something straight out of a sitcom.
1: I. How. What do I Google to see this? Can you I, show I'll, me what you're describing? I'll have to
0: see if I can find a clip of the okay. this and send it to you. Um, Because here's what happened. Right. They okay. send the the broadcast goes to a camera guy who is down there with the pit crew for Red Bull. I think they 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 made his camera live just a few seconds earlier than they maybe oh. meant to, because he's just kind of looking around and then looks to where the car, where Max should be pulling in, and he starts zooming in. But he's zooming in on a member of the pit crew, crew who not only has his back turned but is like bent over so he's zooming in on this g- 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 guy's guy, guy ass yeah just butt shot just right there just zooming in like oh yeah there we go
1: you said ass and my computer got too hot and shut down <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow he was getting like whoa all worked up um <laughs> so Yeah, he uh, they like zoom in on his ass and Max pulls in for his pit stop. He drives off. The camera follows him as he zooms off. But then the camera swings back around to Sergio Perez, who's in his car just bored out of his mind with nothing to do because he's just sitting there everyone is fixing his kah-ha, Mm-hmm. but he has nothing to do so he's just like sitting there looking sad looking bored like he's just like man i yeah. wish that could be me out there like on the race track and it was just like the perfect storm of like butt shot to max's pet stop and he drives (laughs) off and then he looks back to this like like it 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 looks like michael scott just did something stupid in the office and then you turn to like stanley who just has like the straightest (laughs) face and is like
1: just so please bored find this. the whole
0: situation yeah i'll this, have to clip this, this out sounds somehow. like
1: the video equivalent of like one of those news photos of some chaotic scene and somebody labels it <laughs> like they draw the golden ratio spiral around it like this has the dimensions it's, of an old master's painting it's it was just like the perfect little like what was that that was hilarious oh my god Speaking of weird, unnecessary zoom ins, Jack and I found this one YouTube channel. Uh I can't remember what it's called. We surmise that the person uploading all of these videos used to be some sort of a videographer in the 90s who would shoot like B-roll for the news. Because it's videos of like just people milling about at the grand opening of the Hollywood blockbuster video rental store okay or sure. like you know, like the bits you'd see on the news where it's like the hottest movie of the season is titanic and you see footage of somebody going up to the ticket taker like two tickets for a titanic please And then people walking out and they're like it was great i've seen it twice i'll see it again yeah. like it's just the raw footage of that guy like filming this stuff it's great. just 10 minutes of different people going up to a ticket window at an old AMC theater somewhere in the south in 1997. (laughs) And of course, this isn't staged. So it's just them ordering anything like these guys just waiting for enough good footage of people looking to see Titanic but they're looking to see all kinds of things. That's
0: so funny. It's just
1: every movie that's in the theater at that time. And then it's all these people coming out of the theater. There's the B-roll of them literally, like awkwardly walking out of the theater doors with their coats over their arms. (laughs) And then all of them saying like, oh, it was great. Specifically the word great. That's like the one word everybody has for Titanic. Not, they don't throw in a fantastic or a terrific or a stupendous like 10 times in a row. Great. Titanic. Great. Yeah. And They say how many times they've seen it and when they'll come back and see it again. It's very funny to see all of this in its raw form.
0: That's so funny. One of
1: the videos is called following a lady and her two kids around Target in 1995. <laughs> And it's clearly part of one of these news pieces that's about like holiday shopping. So they're they're shopping for Christmas. And it's he's not like following them, following them. Clearly this family of this mom and her like five-year-old girl and like two-year-old boy, like know whoever this videographer is. You yeah, maybe they're an acquaintance or something like the kids are very comfortable with him around or, or like uh, the news d- nothing seems amiss.
0: like a local ad like, hey, let us maybe. follow you around for the day while you're shopping at Target. Yeah,
1: maybe. Right. It's all very comfortable. It does not sound as creepy as the title following a lady and her two kids around Target in 1995 sounds. Yeah. It's literally that it's, you know, it's just shopping. And this is just going to play under when the newscasters talk about Despite rising prices, many, many families are still trying to find some holiday cheer and they'll say it exactly like that. And without this is the raw footage pre news. So without any of the news it's narration just these, like, over it,
0: zoom ins on, on exactly
1: just suddenly <laughs> zoom in on a price tag. And you have no context for like, I don't remember 95. I'm like, is that a good deal on jeans? A bad deal on jeans? Like watching the footage, clearly they're going to come up with the angle of the story later, it seems yeah. like, because this is just like a nice, pleasant time. They, they're like trying to buy a tie for dad. Yeah, uh, maybe that's get the, the that angle of the news whoever piece. Whoever wrote
0: the actual news piece. Right. Hoping it. Matches. That's funny.
1: But yeah, j- and another one's just like f- footage of a Barnes and Noble in like 1999. That's just like the same pan across the same shelves, back and forth, over and over. And then suddenly he zooms in on Atonement or Tuesdays with Maury or something.
0: <laughs> the latest Agatha Christie re-release, right? <laughs> um, but so. <laughs> So, yeah, then the, the the race that happened this past weekend, same kind of thing is that another pit stop ha- happens and he does that like he spins the camera in that like w- weird thing. The thing that makes me wonder if it's on purpose is it was another Red Bull pit stop. So I think it's the huh. same camera guy. And so I'm like, I'm I'm wondering if he's like trying to show off or get fired or get a promotion or something. I don't well, know. But it's now one I'm, or the like, other.
1: He's like, I want to get out of here or I want to go to the top. I mean, this will result in one like, of these two. How do you get because I mean, I assume it
0: would be like a, a a pretty standard like news camera that he's using. So how did he flip it and rotate it? What did he do to do that? or is this like someone in the control booth accidentally hit the wrong button to like make it spin <laughs> like that i don't know but now now i i am hoping that the next race this next weekend i'm hoping that something else happens in one of the red bull pit stops with, with the camera cuz that way i will know that this is a pattern that there's been three yes. of them right <laughs>
1: picturing this big hefty high-tech news camera that's got a button on it for just spin (laughs) (laughs) just go in circles do a barrel roll
0: yeah exactly exactly um so (laughs) that was it the camera guy is on one who knows (laughs) anyways Let's talk about this uh Marvel news that yes. came out. Did 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 you get a chance to read through this uh I did this thing here? So an article came out earlier today, October 11th, written by Boris Kitt on the Hollywood Reporter. Um and in short, it seems like the writers and directors of the new Daredevil show, Born Again, have been fired um as marvel is now kind of re-strategizing how their tv business work like how they make their television shows mm-hmm. and this article i highly suggest you go give this a read because it mm-hmm. is it's a pretty revealing article uh on i think something we've kind of all Belt, but maybe haven't been able mm-hmm. to put our finger on exactly yeah. what was happening over there at Marvel and or disney um but the long and short of it is that all of the Marvel TV shows really haven't been written by consistent writers or a show or ra- 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 um, in fact, they've then tried to, like, bring in directors to lead the show, but then the directors are also having issues. And so the directors leave and then they're like, well, maybe the execs can do stuff or maybe we can just fix it and post. And mm-hmm. and it's just been kind of a mess. And that's why it I I, I think. As a whole, we felt like, okay, some of the ingredients for a lot of these Marvel shows yeah. have been really cool or really interesting, but maybe they don't come together all this, or they gloss mm. over too much. And you can tell, like, okay, maybe this director wanted to focus on this thing, but obviously the mm. show's not really about that. And so it's just like, well, why did the show change to focusing on this now? I, what's happening? I don't know. Um, but Yeah, uh, it kind of appears that Daredevil Born Again had already filmed a handful of the episodes, but it was less than half. Uh, And then I guess as a result of some of the things with the strike, um, like this is what they are now requiring on all of their shows. They need to have a writer's room. The show runner will now write the pilot of of the television which show and something we'll write the story bible uh, Or the i show
1: didn't bible. realize before i never really thought about it none of these shows had pilots none of them yeah. had like a one episode testing ground they yeah. would make an entire series at once which right. does sound challenging uh i they are sort of i don't want to say they're moving backwards but like the logline at the top of this article says The Disney unit is undergoing growing pains and seeing the logic of traditional TV culture, which is you have a writer's room, you have a consistent showrunner, you make a pilot. If that's good, then you make more of it. You have like this sort of consistency to it. Uh, And it seems like they are moving in a good direction. It's unfortunate that all those folks got fired. I'm sure it wasn't anything based on their specific performance, but more of we need a clean slate we need a fresh start with this
0: yeah um, absolutely it's,
1: it's very funny so this article which is uh, including mentions of some people being fired unfortunately the ad bar i am getting at the top of the screen when i open up this page on hollywood reporter is an ad for banker's box those cardboard boxes that are movie language for this person just got fired. I've never seen an ad for bankers box before. And right here at the top of the screen, it's like, do you need basic duty, medium duty or heavy duty? How fired are you?
0: That's awful. But yeah, so it, 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 Seems like, uh, yeah, specifically with Dare Devil as well, uh, they got to look at the test footage and, and stuff like that and was just like, yeah, this isn't really coming together like we had hoped. I think mm. they knew with the success of the Netflix show that they had to knock this one out of the park. And it seems like they were focusing it more on like this will be a legal procedural Drama, which mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of okay with.
1: Yeah, but also, I like that.
0: But also, like he wasn't in costume until episode four. It wasn't. I did like, read that. I'm action. like, is, there wasn't violence. Even, like,
1: even people who are into the legal drama side of Daredevil, I I think having him three episodes is just straight Matt and not Daredevil is a questionable idea. Yes,
0: absolutely, absolutely, um, and. Yeah, like that that Netflix show just struck gold with that first season. Mm-hmm. Season 2 was uh, okay, uh and then season 3 was also really really good. Um but yeah, I I I just think they were a little worried with that one of like we need to knock this one out of the park and mm-hmm. recent shows haven't been doing that great. Um so Yeah, they're starting from scratch. I did see Vincent D'Onofrio out there already giving some comments of like, hey, this is actually nothing to worry about. Like, this is not cause Mm -hmm. for alarm. All of the projects that I've ever been involved in have changed creatively from pre-production to production to post. Like, this stuff happens all the time. This is not... uh, like something to be worried about, mm-hmm. and it is bringing on more creative people to make this a better show. So that's,
1: that's a very comforting thing. to know. Thank yeah. you, Vincent. Um, I yeah. I was listening to a a podcast called The Big Flop. That's like forty minute episodes about various sort of pop cultural disasters. And one of them was about the 2019 Cats movie. Sure. And it talked a lot about how that movie had like a set release date. And a lot of the shortcomings of the movie are due to we have to meet this release date. We can't Mm, delay it. The release date, of course, being Christmas 2019. And then months later, after the pandemic, everything gets delayed. And then now with the strikes, we're getting more delays. And I listened to that episode and I thought, You know, it was unfortunate that everything re the Cats movie happened, but I do get the sense we're not really going to repeat those mistakes, because I think now we live in a pop cultural time where a project getting delayed does not mean a bad reputation. I think the average person is getting a greater sense about all these logistical things that go into making a piece of entertainment And we've been used to so many things getting delayed that I I hope that in the future uh, studios will know that release dates can be very malleable. You don't have to have things set in stone. That's truly not helpful. And most people aren't really holding you to that anymore.
0: You would hope so. Um, In the video game industry, there's a famous quote from Miyamoto uh, who works at Nintendo uh, all, all, all of that stuff that is is a a like he, he says something along the lines of like a delayed game is never a worse game or like like they mm-hmm. like if they delay it they now have more time to work on it and fix yeah. it and do all that stuff um but also just from experience that doesn't necessarily always hold true in the sense that like just because it's delayed doesn't mean it's not without its problems or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Even um, Cyberpunk 2077 got delayed multiple, multiple times and it finally came out and it was a mess. Um, it was a whole thing. Now now it's like they've, they've fixed it. They p- patched it. They just had this big old update and DLC come out. Uh, they've been working on that game since it released to fix it, and it is now like that game is freaking awesome. It looks incredible. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, so yeah, I yeah, I I I hope that is one thing though that they do take away f- from it though that like you announce a date, you don't necessarily need to keep that date, but also mm-hmm. why announce a date in the first place? Just get the movie done and or or cl- like close to being done to the point where you can announce a release date mm-hmm. that will stick right not not one yeah and like i don't say the date so I, early on that it's it's you know
1: and i understand that like when you announce a date that's also for the theater owners so that they can like yes. book Pre- that prepare. time yeah yeah and like they need that business but also like with movies it's like that thing's not ready like we dune isn't coming out this year but there's other things that can be pushed into that slot like yeah wonk is still gonna come out on time and it's just gonna it can be an imax it can you have these extra showings that otherwise the other timothy chalamet movie was going to be in yeah
0: but it was wild to me you're reading through this article and them basically being like yeah with she hulk like the person that like created the show and wrote the first episode then got fired and other writers came in and did all that and it wasn't working and then we eventually hired the original creator back to help out in post-production so that they could fix things um and
1: yeah it doesn't say she was necessarily fired but like sideline you you we are, sure. you were very involved you're less involved now we're pulling you in to be more involved again
0: yeah and it was just kind of baffling for them to then see that process and how much her being involved creatively throughout more of the process how it helped the show and it's just like come on guys people have been making television i mean so i look i i don't know a thing about making tv mm. i'll it, like i'll be the first one to say that but like <laughs> th- there's a history there's a track record like there's ways mm. to do this stuff and they thought they could c- come in and reinvent the wheel here and do it this way and it like obviously was not going the greatest
1: So I, it went fine. I some that is another thing I picked up from this articles that it seemed like they were having people with film backgrounds work in this TV sector. Different, and they realized different way of making it. Yeah, TV specific producers. Yeah, and you know there have been far worse. Growing pains, people of you know, various franchises have gone through. When you look at the list, like there's a lot of good stuff to celebrate from this initial era of of Disney Plus Marvel shows. There's a little infographic with the watch times for each shows. I'm kind of start to see Miss Marvel there at the bottom, the least watched out of all of these. When it's pretty solid in quality, I don't that know if was that was people who were thinking
0: favorites. like
1: favorites. I it's it is pretty up and down but what works about it i think genuinely does work very well i don't know if it's like people thinking it's too much of a young adult show a lot of it is subtitled and i know like some people not that they don't want to read but like subtitles just don't work uh for all people you know yeah. maybe they, they were like i respect this i'm gonna choose to watch something else where i can hear it in in english please
0: Miss Marvel is often the one I think of or point to when I'm like, man, I liked the ingredients, but they just didn't bake a cake with that. Like, and they just tried to throw it all to together and hope it made something. It it just kind of fell apart by the end. They glossed over so much stuff. Their 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 family. No, wait, they're the villain. They're this. They're that. And just like, what
1: what is happening here? I I think that the the core family and friendship story is winning enough that I look back on that largely positively, but yes, (laughs) there there, there were very underbaked villains and antagonists in that show.
0: Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah, I mean, then there's, there's, I mean, there's all sorts of varying opinions on the show. Cause I was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about some of the MCU shows uh, this uh, they recorded their podcast before this article came out though so uh, but in that they had yeah had said like one of their favorites was Miss Marvel and I was just like I really didn't like that one I wanted to so bad and I think the, the casting was incredible but mm-hmm. I just I ended up really not liking that show and then I I also for the most part really liked Secret Invasion the, and fell apart but yes, I think for the most part I liked a lot of it. And mm-hmm. it, it like it, as the, this article mentions, it's also one of their worst reviewed shows. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, man, like it it wasn't that bad. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, there's there's all sorts of differing opinions, right. but i'm 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 hoping that this uh helps out down the road they said that they are now looking to create shows that uh they that will be intended to to go on for multiple seasons and hope you hope that you can kind of build a better and stronger relationship with those characters as they develop them over the course of multiple seasons um so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to that. And hopefully that means better shows down the road. Yeah. So good stuff with that. But Melissa, let's wrap up with your um uh, movie that you watched, yeah. or is this a show
1: as this as is a, well? This here? is a movie. I've told you okay. about this before. Uh this week I got to go to my local Alamo draft house for a special screening of Sorcerer. This is a 1977 film by William Friedkin, and it is a remake. Uh, It is another adaptation of the novel that The Wages of Fear is based off of. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. There we go. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, So this is uh, truly content for Kyle. Audience members, if you don't want spoilers for a 1953 or 1977. Movie about men driving trucks I, real slow. <laughs> you you can leave now. Well, this so, is a conversation among friends.
0: I highly recommend you go watch the. W- yes, w- yeah. W- it's the wages of sin s- or the wages of fear. What was the name?
1: I literally just said it. It's the wages of fear. I,
0: <laughs> look, I gr- grew up in a religious household. All right. Uh, but yeah, go go watch that. It was actually a fantastic movie. Um, we covered it over on the review show i don't know the episode number off the top of my head but it's up there earlier this summer
1: it was may yeah uh sorcerer it's called sorcerer because it's the name of one of the trucks it's uh i know that it is another adaptation of the novel and not necessarily a remake of the wages of fear that being said i don't know the novel i haven't read it so i don't know exactly what is in there but sorcerer feels like a really interesting remix of wages of fear it takes a lot of the set pieces of these men driving these trucks really slow uh, across a dangerous landscape so that the nitroglycerin in the trucks will not explode Mm -hmm. it'll take those set pieces and sort of change them or split them up Or in Wages of Fear, we had to see both sets of drivers go through this obstacle. Now we only see one of them. Uh, Instead of blowing up a rock, they have to blow up a giant tree that fell in the way. Like, it's a lot of twists on the stuff we saw before. There's some stuff I think it does better. There's one scene in Wages of Fear that I think is way better in that one. And I looked at Sorcerer and I'm like, weird that you kind of whipped that one. (laughs) You remember when it's like after they've blown up the rock or something and it's just the two drivers and they're staggered like five miles apart or whatever, these two trucks full of nitroglycerin uh-huh. and we cut between the two trucks and it's just both sets of men just sort of kind of taking a breather. Like they're feeling like they're on the, the last leg of the journey. They're feeling a little lighter. They're like able to, you know, to talk and joke and get to know each other. And you're mm-hmm. in, in the second truck And then just in the distance, you see the first truck explode. See
0: see the explosion? Yeah. Yeah.
1: With like no context. Like you never know exactly what it was that set it off. But you do know exactly how volatile this nitroglycerin is. So you buy it. Absolutely. You have no questions. You're just like, oh, dang. (laughs) There goes them. Yep. In this movie, you like see the truck roll over a big rock and get a flat tire and you see it explode close up and the explosions in this movie are beautiful. Like just the difference in filming technology between 53 and 77, you really notice it. There's some court helicopter shots are a thing we can do now. This real close footage of these beautiful explosions. (laughs) Like it looks great. But the tension of now, you know, why the truck explodes like is not th- th- that's nothing compared to what? There goes. The there went. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But there's other things it does well. It adds the sequence that wasn't in Wages of Fear where they have to go over this real, real rickety rope bridge over a river and it's storming. So the water is rising up to like meet the rope bridge. And it's like this is it. This rickety is it. and uh, wibbledy wobbledy. And so the truck is driving down it and it's tilted at like a 45 degree angle. It's Lord. a
0: nightmare. See, so when we watched The Wages of Fear, I was alluding to I, I kind of picked that movie based off of something that I like a specific scene that I thought was in the movie. I th- think it's sorcerer i think it's the one with the rickety b- i think so bridge um because because yeah i, I remember as they hearing something about like cars going slow across a bridge because they have nitro and and then yeah you were like wages of fear cars go- going so i was like this is it i could watch the movie mm-hmm. but i guess that wasn't in that one so sorcerer i'll have to check I, that out
1: i yeah it must have been this The way it not ends ends, not the literal ending in the movie, but the end of the mission, uh, he can't, the truck like breaks down on him. The final Mm. guy left in this journey, his truck breaks down. And so he carries the nitroglycerin to the site on foot. Oh, and you see, and it's, it's Roy Scheider. It's the, the guy from, from Jaws and all that jazz, make a mashup and call it all that Jaws. That's what I say. (laughs) <laughs> but he, You know, this real like severe looking man and he is so worn out and terrified and haunted and pale, ghostly pale. And you see him just staggering out of the darkness, like carrying this crate of nitroglycerin. That It's such a, a, a frightening image. He truly looks like a ghoul. He looks like the specter of death. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. Interesting.
1: Uh, The movie starts with like prologues about this is what all these men were doing and how they got to this little town in South America, which the Wages of Fear does not have. It has more of that and less town stuff. But altogether, Mm -hmm. I'd say it's still a similar timeline of taking it a while to introduce the actual premise and get the men into the trucks, Mm -hmm. which is sincerely all I am here for. When I watch both of these movies, I'm just like trucks, trucks, <laughs> trucks, trucks. <laughs> I want, I want them in the trucks. I want the movie to be ninety percent trucks. I get them in there. This is the meat of the thing for me. I don't care about these characters. I just need human souls v nature and truck. There this is the 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 central conflict I need. Uh, but you do get a cool sequence where the guys like build like they have these rusted old junk buckets of old trucks and you there's a sequence of them fixing them up like the Mm -hmm. drivers are responsible for like repairing their own trucks which gives a real sense of ownership that the first movie didn't have where it's just like you pass the driving test get in these trucks we have already prepared for you it's like no we have to like clean it repair it paint it Paint a name on the side We have to do all of this And then there's the Uh, You can tell that this movie is directed by the guy who directed The Exorcist. There's a scene where, like, there's one of these trucks. It's it's in this foggy morning. It's dark. It's surrounded by fog and the trucks in silhouette. And then it's like headlights light up. And over the grill, like teeth, it looks (laughs) like this beast that's awakened. Like, here I am. It's truck. Sorcerer. (laughs) Sorcerer. Good stuff. That's I really recommend I recommend it, not just to you who has already seen Wages of Fear, but it's a really fascinating case of, like I said, not movie and remake, but two adaptations of the same source material. It's a really interesting comparison case between the two. Seeing one does not mean you've seen the other. Uh, They're both distinctive enough that they are each their own valuable viewing experience worth having. Cool.
0: And it was cool to see
1: it in like a big screen in a theater. Yeah, I, I like going to see really specific movies like that because you look around at everybody else in the theater with you and you're like, oh, we're all the same kind of freak here. <laughs> like you do. You didn't just throw this on a streaming yeah, service at home in sweatpants. Here. Exactly. It's you like freaks. you made plans. <laughs> you bought tickets. It's Monday night. You could have been doing anything else. It could be at home cooking dinner. No, you're here watching these sweaty, sweaty men drive these slow, slow trucks. <laughs> Good stuff. I want well, another one. I just want to ahead, put that please. out in the universe. I want a every like thirty or forty years. Give me a new Wages of Fear, please. I was. Even I just think just it's thinking as,
0: as you were talking, like I would love to see a, two directors. Like, kind of do like do an experiment thing where they are both adapting the same material at the same time, and the movies come out on the same like w- weekend, and so you get to go like see them both and just see like what the difference is. Like, I would love to see something like that.
1: That's that happen. is so confusing for the average consumer. That's great for me. And, and look,
0: me and my so bewildering be to Monday like my night. parents. will make time <laughs> right,
1: tickets. We'll- it's sicko only. Like- <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> movies in sicko mode. <laughs> That's what I would do, you know. But but yeah, that I that that was just a thought that I that I had there. So, cool, good stuff, mm-hmm. good stuff. Well, let's wrap up the podcast right there. Yeah. So, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet?
1: Uh, I've just set it up. I have only reviewed one movie so far, but I do have a letterboxd. That is at Wilky WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y, W-I-T.
0: And there you go. Uh, and you can find me at most social media places at Yo Kyle Springer. Uh, and if you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on most social medias. Uh, and then on th- on th- 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 threads, we are at The Whatnots official. Uh, go like, share, subscribe, go check out more of our videos if you're watching this on YouTube. you would appreciate that a ton. And yeah, this has been uh, number 255 of the Whatnots Captain's Log, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.